Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight on Maryland. It's Gina Crash, your host for the next half hour or so with producer Jerry O'Brien in the studio. And we have two important guests to introduce you to. I'm so excited. Matthew Reeds is here. He is deputy director of Baltimore Homecoming. Hi, Matthew. Hey, how's it going? Matthew, good to see you. First to arrive. He was getting the the water jug out. He's going over the notes. And then uh, Noah Smock is also here. He is executive director of Baltimore Community Tool Bank. And you're also the 2022 homecoming hero award winner yeah so nice to be here oh my gosh we're so excited congratulations on your victory because we're going to talk more about the baltimore yeah. homecoming um and the hero awards and that's a huge achievement because you're up against some some premier competition oh yeah yeah, yeah. you bet very very uh, excited and uh, and humbled yeah, absolutely. And that's that's a key word. We've watched some of your, your videos online and you are definitely very humble yes. um, about that. So we'll start with Matthew as D- Deputy Director of Baltimore Homecoming. I think you're the one to tell us about Baltimore Homecoming. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thanks again for having me. Yeah. I'm really excited. Um, so Baltimore Homecoming, we launched in 2018. Uh, we're a nonprofit organization based in Baltimore. Um, and really our mission is to mobilize a network of accomplished Baltimoreans from around the world. And so um, we find that this is really important because this helps to spark new collaborations within the city, helps to drive new investments, um, and really um, people who are looking forward to invest in Baltimore's future. So, um, yeah, that's who we are. And you're literally down the street from us. Yes, uh-huh. yes, we're really right around the corner. Clark, so. <laughs> Clark, you wrote Baltimore. So some of our yes. guests will ask us about breakfast spots, but we yes. don't have to tell you because we know this is your, <laughs> your neighborhood as well, which is it's important. Um, yes. And now we know uh, your your ex- executive director. Um, has been on the show a couple yes, of times Robin. too. Yes, Robin. Awesome. Yeah, Robin Lee. So, you, have you been on before? Uh, this is my first time on the show. Oh actually, my gosh. yeah, yeah, first time. So, so that's really awesome. Excited. Yeah, and that's because you you joined Baltimore Homecoming as deputy director uh, in March of yes. this year. So, how did that come to be? What was in? And you know, you could tell us your main focus as deputy director, but kind of tell us a little bit more about your story. Of course, that yeah. led you to where you are now, and what in your background kind of was a great fit for you to be doing what you're doing. Of course, of course. Um, so, um, I'm originally from Baltimore, so um, I love everything about the city. Um, I've been in the community for a while, and I've just been ingrained in what community leaders are doing throughout the city. Um, I actually just graduated with my MBA from Johns Hopkins Curry Business School, oh my gosh, so very fresh, fresh uh, in May. Um, and before that, I um, was really involved in the community work. I worked in the mayor's office of Children and Family Success, so I'm primarily focused on building partnerships within the community. I'm in really a community-centric role. 
Um, and so, yeah, I was as I was in business school, obviously looking for new opportunities um, and definitely saw this opportunity for a deputy director come up um, for Baltimore Homecoming. And I really was just attracted to it because of uh, I've never seen a nonprofit in the city really mobilizing uh, Baltimoreans from across the country. And I think that's what really excited me. Um, and so far, even though I just started in March, being ingrained in the community, of Baltimore alumni who are really invested in the community. I um, really want to do great work. And so it's just inspiring to see that. And so um, I think what also inspires me um, is seeing individuals like Noah um, and other people in the community who are day to day in the work, trying to better Baltimore and seeing the work that they do that changes people's lives every day. So it's really inspiring. It so, really yeah. is. <laughs> it seems like a great fit for what you're doing as well. And it's, it is yeah. a great concept. Yeah. I mean, I cause it. a lot of times, I mean, Baltimore is known from the beginning for being, having a lot of famous alums, Yes, but the fact that you have thought to come and grab them back and yes. to reinvest in the city and the people, yes. I think is, it, it's a slam dunk, obviously yeah, really great opportunity. And then on top of that, is that kind of what made you think, you know, tell us a little bit about what are the homecoming hero awards and how the public can participate in the voting process. I think we're we're still in that process where yes. people can pick and choose. Yes, yes. So um, as deputy director, uh, my main two focuses are, are on our Homecoming Hero Awards and our Crab Tank Pitch Competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start with our Homecoming Hero Awards. So with our Homecoming Hero Awards, we're really um, they were really created to um, celebrate and uplift the people, leaders, and doers across Baltimore. And so um, we're grateful this year that um, T. Rowe Price has sponsored Um, our Homecoming Hero Awards. And each year, the way that this works is that we put out a public call for nominations in the community. um, And the community nominates individuals um, who are committed to bettering Baltimore. Um, And now we're actually in our voting process. We've announced our 10 semifinalists um, and voting goes into July 31st. So, oh, cool. Yes. <laughs> so our timing is good. And, yes. <laughs> and definitely um, m- many thanks to T. Rowe Price for yes. supporting getting their might behind this yes. cause and giving those nominees the tools that they need to take their nonprofits yes. to the next level. Do you have the information in front of you to tell us some of the, you know, some of those finalists and a little bit about them and, um, you know, kind of because from what I recall from previous years, they can be from varied backgrounds and yes. causes and all community focused, but they all have, you know, kind of their own thing going on. Yeah, awesome. So we have, I'll just highlight a few of our semifinalists. Um, again, you can learn about all of our semifinalists by following BaltimoreHomecoming.com, social media, et cetera. Um, so I'll just highlight a couple. Um, Fred Watkins, he's the executive director of Little Laughs, and really he focuses on anti-bullying throughout the community and informing youth to um, have an informed approach around um bullying and different things that uh, youth can do to stop bullying within school. So I think that's really timely kind of in the space that we're in. Yes, it is. Um, Yes. Um, (laughs) And we also have uh, Nikija Robinson, who's the founder and CEO of Black Girls Vote. Um, And through that organization really empowers um, the community to get out and vote. Um, And they have different drives throughout the community to ensure that uh, Baltimoreans are voting and using that power of exercise. And so um, those are just two, but we have all 10 semifinalists who are doing great work. Um, And again, people can vote at uh, BaltimoreHomecoming.com slash VoteHeroes23. Oh, awesome. And then you guys are all over social media, IG, Twitter, Facebook, um, all that. So you can kind of get to know the the nominees a little bit better and yes. um and Noah so this is an exciting time because you won last year 
in 2022 for the same competition that we're talking about. So this kind of really brings it to light about somebody, you know, telling kind of take us through your experience. First of all, telling us about Baltimore Community Tool Bank and um, and then, you know, we'll take it from there. Yeah. And it's it's absolutely um, powerful that we were elevated by this recognition uh, for the Baltimore Community Tool Bank for for myself as a homecoming hero. Because those heroes, those 10 semifinalists that are currently being voted on, that's who the tool bank serves. We serve the servers uh, under this notion of what we call radical sharing. And the concept is we are organized under the philosophy that the community sector, the leaders in our community who are doing some of the most um, gritty and resilient work, deserve access to tools, equipment, and expertise to amplify their mission so that they can literally do more with less money, uh, but we have the resources. So that they're uh, so often overcommitted, under-resourced, and we meet them at their precise point of need with resources in the form of literally tools and equipment like, you know, the hardware store. Yeah. So how did you, you're the executive director, so the, are you the founder of the organization as well? I'm not. It's a national model. Um, in Baltimore, we were very nascent. We were a year and a half old when I joined, so we were open um, but I actually came through the community partner lens. I was a volunteer with an organization as a board member, uh, organization called the Sixth Branch. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, at the time, we were all volunteer-led. We had no offices. And we were organizing um, thousands of volunteers annually. And we were doing so because we had the tool bank at our disposal. So we literally uh, heard that there was going to be a vacancy early on in the tool bank's life at the ED level. And um, said somebody's got to apply for that job, and I was honored to to put my hat in the ring, and then and have been there now almost ten years. That's incredible! Oh my gosh, no, that's amazing! And I love that this show is called Spotlight on Maryland because we want to shine the spotlight on not only the Baltimore Homecoming Hero Awards, the nominees, the winners, but also local nonprofits like Baltimore Community Tool Bank that people may or may not be as familiar with. And hopefully, after listening to the show at their convenience, they can learn a little bit more about what you do and how you're helping so many others in the process. So let's think back. You're recognized as a Homecoming Hero Award winner in 2022. What was your experience like when you found out, you know, from start to finish, like when you found out you got nominated, then what sorts of things led up to your victory? And then, you know, what did you receive that helps you and then put it back in, you know, to reinvest in your nonprofit, like kind of take us through that exciting experience. Yeah, and I think I I certainly don't speak for all of the community sector leaders and civic leaders, but I think there is a common theme among my peers, which is we are like heads down, focused on the work. So even to hear that someone was thoughtful enough to nominate me as a hero, which still kind of feels like a weird thing to say. Yeah. Um, And then to learn that I was a semifinalist, I I thought, wow, they must have written quite a a good application. (laughs) But then to actually be a finalist and and be one of the five homecoming heroes from the the 2022 class, um, you know, I I mentioned humbled is is the word, but it's also, um, it's something that I lean into because if you know, if I'm the director of this organization, I need to be the biggest fan. I see what we do every single day, and we deserve a platform. So uh, even though I am heads down and focused on the community work, and that's true of so many of our uh, fellow semifinalists that uh, we're voting on now, um, it's really nice to know that people are paying attention because as a movement, uh, the community sector needs voices and eyeballs and, and amplifiers, um, and that is the definition of what the tool bank does. So the experience has really helped us get new, elevated our audience, given us a platform, and, and it's been incredible over these last um, 
you know, 12 plus months. But really, there's a legacy of, of being in a cohort of fellow community um, leaders have, who have been recognized. And then I know five years from now, I'll have 10 more things to say about what it's meant to be a hero because it really is a, a legacy cohort. Yeah, it's an, it's an ongoing process. So um, how has, you know, being named a homecoming hero supported you and or the tool bank since? What, what sorts of resources did you gain from that experience and the support of T. Rowe Price and Baltimore Homecoming? And, you know, that, that exposure and, and, the to- and, you know, additional tools, pun intended, <laughs> Absolutely. that you're literally, you know, busily working on. When you get this honor, but you're right, though, I think most nonprofit people I know are very, you know, like task focused, you know, very humble. You're still busy doing what you're doing. And it's a nice accolade, but you're like, OK, but we got all this mountain of stuff to do today, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I appreciate it. That, that being said, you even taking the time to come in and talk to us today, both of you, knowing the nature of your work and the schedule that you keep. I really appreciate your time today for sure. Yeah, it's been so many things, and I'll give a shout-out to Wide Angle Youth Media, who one of the things that a a smaller organization, a grassroots organization like the Tool Bank lacks is a professional PR department. So even having professional video collateral um, that we can share is is a massive win. Of course, uh, it's given us a platform and really um, made aware a very diverse audience that would have been almost impossible for us to reach without the recognition. Um, so that's why even with the humility, I, I do lean into this very much. Um, it's uh, connected us to new donors. It's connected us to, even to new organizations that we can serve because there are so many community organizations involved in the homecoming experience. When they hear about us, we've made new partnerships. We um, did a, a with a fellow homecoming hero we did a community giveaway event at the tool banks we're actually using our physical space just to be a host uh there are so many things that it's it's helped us do to serve people uh deeper and better yeah and the video is key too that's you know so important and not everybody a smaller nonprofit, might not have those resources to really get the word out that way that that really quickly really kind of helps to explain what you do and um gets even more people to help so noah how do you stay involved with the organization being as busy as you are do you have a regular dialogue or um how do you stay in touch with each other to sort of you know yeah that's a good question i've got matthews (laughs) on speed dial Uh, we talk like three times a week that's great um so i stay involved formally through uh, i have joined the host committee um kind of planning the next uh, homecoming, and as long as they will have me, I will stay on that committee. And um, also the the Homecoming Hero Review Committee. Um, in addition to that, and, and quite recently, just a few weeks ago, we hosted a networking event for just the community uh, heroes uh, or people that are in that network. So staying active just as a, an alumni and, and trying to, uh, you know, if I can contribute anything from perspective having gone through it that will elevate the the effort in now and years to come you know i I will stay actively and formally involved and i'll also text matthew whenever i have a question (laughs) yeah it seems like you guys have that kind of relationship that's cool it's definitely a partnership that's not just going to end when your your reign ends it's not like you know miss america or something where you pass the crown on and then that's you never hear from each other again it's definitely i think a relationship that will be forged for years to come which is great. And uh, another one for Noah, too. Um, what do you see as homecoming's impact in the community? Because you're really a great person to ask about that as someone who's working, you know, literally in the community every day. Yeah, it's it's very powerful in that there are internal, you know, Baltimore-based 
stakeholders, people who are paying attention to what's happening in the city and elevating within the city. But then there's that whole component of elevating outside of the city, particularly to people who have roots in Baltimore or spent significant time here. Uh, you know, if, for example, my family's not from Baltimore, um, if they hear about Baltimore in the news, unfortunately, it's usually something negative, right? So the power of telling the story of resilience and creativity and spirit and love in this city that Baltimore Homecoming does to people who have lived here, uh, even if they're not here right now, but also the people who are here, is it's a compelling story. I think it's very hard when you're working in the community to know the universe of what else is happening, what's happening in the next neighborhood, the next zip code. Baltimore Homecoming is a great way to say, here's a spotlight on people doing some of the most uh, amazing and challenging work, and it elevates it outside of Baltimore, and it gives a really nice polish to the city that I think we all live and love in. That's a really good point. And where's your family from, just out of curiosity? Interestingly enough, I grew up in Baltimore, Ohio. Oh, wow. I'm from Ohio, (laughs) more like cornfields than row homes. Yeah. Um, Grew up in the country, but in in Ohio mostly. That's incredible. Yeah, because it's true about the the perception, which I think you're all working to change. And and then, Matthew, from your perspective as Baltimore's, you know, a native son, you're like, listen, this is my city. You don't mess with me. Yes, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Noah, from living and working here as long as you have, you've adopted that as well. We all do. You just get that know that grit where you're like how dare you say that you know there's great people and doing great work in the community and unfortunately those are not the stories that we're hearing at five six seven eleven however many newscasts there are now you know but bringing it back to you a little bit matthew um i know there's another community component that we briefly mentioned if you can tell us about um the crab tank pitch competition and how it differs from the homecoming hero awards program oh can i ask one quick question before that yes do you guys have any early favorites for without pointing you know naming names do you have any early Uh, favorites for this year's homecoming hero awards so i don't have any favorites i think that they're all great um and i say that honestly i think like i've been really impressed with just meeting all of them we as we did their video shoots and just learning to all their stories in person, I think, is is much different, obviously, than the nomination to kind of see them, talk yes. to them, and talk about their work. So I don't have any favorites, okay. but good, good answer. <laughs> with Noah, my... I will only say, uh, and you can do your research, yes. there are two uh, current heroes who are in the semifinalists who have served on the Baltimore Tool Bank board. Not because they served on the board. You won't even see that in their applications. They, were, they serve on our board because we reflect the people we serve on our board and their community partners of ours. And, yeah. um, but there's so many awesome, incredible people, and we serve a, a number of them in that uh, semifinalist round. Yeah, excellent. I love that that well-crafted answer. So, again, uh, Matthew, back to the crab tank uh, pitch competition. I'll get yeah, to Yeah, yeah, of course. I'll so... dig you out of the hole there. Okay. <laughs> um, so our crab tank pitch competition, it launched in 2019. Um, so really what we're trying to do there is um, provide a platform for small and medium-sized businesses. Um, and we're very grateful for our sponsor, MNT Bank. Um, and what was really new this year is that we um, kind of incorporated some feedback that we got and we added a public component to voting for Crab Tank. Um, and so voting, um, public voting just closed for Crab Tank. Um, and so, yeah, it really is to highlight um, small businesses throughout the community. Um, the small businesses compete for a $25,000 grand prize, wow. which is great. Holy yeah. cow, that, that <laughs> makes a huge difference. Yes. Um, and so um, the way that it works is that um, these small businesses will um, pitch um, at homecoming in October, and then we have judges who will ultimately decide uh, the winner. But Throughout that, um, we provide them with different uh, pitch coaches to kind of help support their pitches. 
Um, we also uh, provide different workshops in order leading up to homecoming to allow them that opportunity to to practice and to, to gain that comfort and support. So. You guys really at Baltimore <laughs> Homecoming have an arsenal of these people yes. at your disposal that are like, oh, you need some help in this area? We got something you could, yes. somebody you could work with. Like you, you're, you, they don't have Rolodexes anymore, but <laughs> the list of the people that you have that behind you is it? Yes. What a resource. Yes. I mean, you don't even have to go further than down the hall to find Very true, right. somebody to help you out most of the time. That's really, really nice. And uh, what does Baltimore Homecoming's impact on the community look like, Matthew? Like if you can share some examples of, of course. how those you know previous winners or nominees or how, is, how their course. lives changed, how have our lives changed because of the good work that you're doing? Yeah, um, what really inspires me about homecoming and really why I decided to join the team in March is that I really believe that Baltimore Homecoming serves as a relationship engine throughout the city. Um, and one example of that is Anna Rodney. She's the executive director of Mom Cares. Um, she also was a finalist and a homecoming hero um, and pitched on the, on the stage um, uh, last year. Um, and one thing about uh, Anna is that she was able to connect with Lance Reddick, uh, who is an actor and most famously in The Wire, um, who he actually just recently passed away. Um, but um, through Baltimore Homecoming, they were able to connect. Um, she was able to learn about him. Uh, he was able to learn about her organization and was very inspired. Um, and through his passing as well, has directed um, through um, his fundraising efforts to be able to donate to Mom Cares. Um, but then also through that, uh, Lance has really supported Mom Cares and has, you know, obviously used his um, social capital to help her to make different introductions throughout Baltimore. And so um, I think that's really, uh, as I see it, the power of Baltimore Homecoming, really creating a space and platform for relationships to take place. Um, and we view success as um, investment in social capital, intellectual capital, and financial capital. So we kind of look at it in those three ways um, and have most more recently started tracking impact through our impact reports. And that's so, really good to yeah. hear that his legacy is living on. Yes. Not yes. only an incredibly talented actor, but also was so entrenched in the community here. And yes. the fact that, um, and it's Mom Cares as the organization. Yes, Mom Cares, yes. That's really cool to hear because uh, what a loss that was. And I had the pleasure of meeting him in, I think it was 2019 when... Yeah. You guys had a Baltimore homecoming um, at the then new Chop Tank at yes, the time, yes. <laughs> but um, but that's an example of the power of the uh, the caliber of these events that you're putting on. Yes. You might I, I never suspected I would ever meet him in my lifetime. Yeah. I'm so glad now that I did, obviously. Yeah. But this brings I mean, even people that live here every day and don't realize all the treasures that we have yes. in Baltimore. You're like, hey, let me let me to you know shoot toot the horn a little bit. Yes. And Matthew there are so many local organizations and institutions that are involved in supporting both of your programs meaning the uh, Crab Tank Pitch Competition and also Homecoming Hero Award. So tell us who they are, you know, and and what their role is cuz I know you don't do this by yourself. Yeah. This is all about collaboration. <laughs> Definitely not. Um there's a lot of collaboration that takes place um for our Homecoming Hero Awards. Um as no mentioned, he's on the selection committee. Um, so we have a selection committee of folks from different organizations, uh, past homecoming heroes, local organizations within the community, um, and just community leaders who are in the community doing the work. And so it's a very diverse selection committee. Um, as well, we have T. Rowe Price um, as our sponsor um, for homecoming heroes. Um, for homecoming heroes, we also have the Baltimore Banner, uh, who is our media partner, who really helps us to, one, facilitate the nominations and to really get out the word about uh, the stories. Um, and so... We're really grateful for all of our uh, partners, our local organizations, uh, who really help us to get out the word of the great work that the Homecoming Heroes are doing. 
Um, and for Crab Tank, um, as I mentioned, we have M&T Bank, who is our primary sponsor. Um, and we also have the Baltimore Business Journal, who is our media partner. And so they've been really great um, throughout this new phase that we've gone through with Crab Tank to facilitate the voting phase for Crab Tank. Um, they've just been a great partner to, again, elevate the stories of small businesses in the community who are, are doing great work and that and, you know, how people, Baltimore alumni can get involved into the work that they're doing. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. That they're doing a great job. Both groups of winners are going to present at Baltimore Homecoming Activate 2023. Yes. So tell us about your annual <laughs> signature event. We only have a couple minutes left, but how can the public get involved in what we've been talking about? Because that's really important. Yeah, of course. So last year we had Amplify. Um, this year we're doing Activate 2023. And so really um, we um, highlight our homecoming heroes, our cram entrepreneurs. I um, mean, we really have different dinners and events to kind of cultivate that relationship engine that I talked about. Um, and people can find more information about Baltimore Homecoming at BaltimoreHomecoming.com. No, that's easy. And now yeah. how, how can uh, individuals, startups, and established businesses support Baltimore Homecoming this year and in the future, too, as we're getting close to, what was it, July 31st is yes. the, <laughs> the voting periods ending for this year's yes, her- yes. Heroes and Nominees. Yeah. Yes. So, again, um, all of our information is on Balt- BaltimoreHomecoming.com to find about our voting, um, how to tap in, how to get involved in our newsletter to keep involved in what's going on and how and what we're doing in the community as well. So great. Uh, feel free to, to log on. To awesome. That. And yeah. Noah, we um, real, real quick before we go, what's next for Baltimore Community Tool Bank? And also let us know how we can find you online and on social media as well. Yes, yeah, so we're at uh, baltimoretoolbank.org. And a uh, big thing for us, we have a signature annual fundraiser in October. It'll be the week before homecoming. Um, it's called <laughs> Hammers and Ales. So we are aligning sponsorships, that's um, local breweries, as well as business sponsorships uh, for our special event. And tickets are on sale, and you can find them on that uh, website. That's awesome. And then you're going to be heavily involved in the Baltimore Homecoming Awards and the, you know planning process for yes. next year and beyond. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've been yes. talking to uh, Matthew Reeds, Deputy Director of Baltimore Homecoming, and also Noah Smock, who joined us from, uh, you know, Baltimore Community Tool Bank. He's the Executive Director and also the 2022 Homecoming Hero Award winner. Oh, I'm getting the two-minute sign. Okay, so we aren't exactly wrapping up right now, but pretty soon. So is there yeah. anything that I haven't asked you that you really want to talk about or anyone that you want to thank or any other takeaway for people who are listening or maybe joining us in progress? What's the most important way that they can help? And I'll say just one quick thing. We're a super yeah. small staff of uh, three people, but our board is all volunteer and they do an amazing job. So just a shout out to the board and, and to Homecoming for helping us elevate our, our message. We are small but mighty. Oh, my gosh. All that you've said that Baltimore Community Tool Bank does, including yourself, Noah, you have a, you have, you're a party of three. This is true. Yes. That is incredibly <laughs> impressive. Oh, my gosh. We serve over 300 unique partners a year, community partners with over a thousand orders. And we do it with three people because we have volunteers and, and champions. They're really the engine, aren't they? There's yeah. nothing you can't do. And with a little more support and, you know, getting the word out there. We can get some more help. And how about you, Matthew? What uh, What's the most important thing you think? Yeah, I think um, for Baltimore Homecoming, we like to just thank like all of our community partners, all those who have really helped to obviously put on this great event to help foster relationships within the community. Um, but I also think um, we love uh, our homecoming heroes, our crafting entrepreneurs, and the work that they're doing in the community. So 
uh, we like to thank them, our board, and our team as well for all the work that they do. Wow. <laughs> I'm just picturing if we had to put together an alumni directory, how much, <laughs> how thick that volume would be yes, yeah. as you continue to grow and, and bring people together and, uh, and of course, invest in the city that we all love, live, yes. and work in. Um, and so thank you both so much for all you do in the community every day. We want to thank everyone else for listening. They can check out more information online on our website as well. They can get this interview at todays1019.com. Thank you for listening to this Odyssey Baltimore production. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.